This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Understanding the principle of sowing and reaping, or planting good seed to harvest great rewards, is the single most important message any Christian could hear in learning how to live a more meaningful and prosperous life. In his opening four days of this life-changing five-day series on planting good seed, Pastor Ray explains this amazing mystery as you've never heard it before. His pivotal verse in Galatians 6, God will not be mocked, for whatever man sows, that he will also reap, takes on new life and meaning as Pastor skillfully outlines the godly principle of the benefit of planting those good seeds. You'll be amazed to hear what other seeds, besides money, should be sown into what it should be planted. And God's guarantee that planting any good seed always produces a good harvest. Stay tuned to this powerful message. It could literally change your life. I want you to go over to Mark's Gospel, chapter 4. And I want to look at this principle just a little bit more deeply tonight, just for a few minutes. And in Mark, chapter 4, and verse 26, and this is Jesus speaking, and he says, everybody there, give me an amen. amen. He said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the, the earth yields crop by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens immediately, he puts the sickle, puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And it goes on to say in verse 31, it says, it is like a mustard seed, which when it is sown on the ground, is smaller than all of the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. What you see here is the principle, the very important principle of sowing and reaping and how it all works in the kingdom of God. He likens it, he likens the kingdom. Notice he didn't say the kingdom of heaven. He said the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is what we are experiencing. It's God's kingdom on this earth is basically what it is. We're kingdom people. We're citizens of a different kingdom, not of heaven, of a different place. And when he's talking about the kingdom of God, he's talking about how things are working right now in this earth, the way it affects us on this side of eternity, not when we get to the kingdom of heaven. So he says the kingdom of God. This is, this is a principle, sowing and reaping, uh, that governs you know, uh, how things are going to go in our own life. I wish I could get this principle across to people. If you could learn how to be a good sower in every area of your life, you're going to be a good reaper. Good things are going to come back in your life. Let me just say one thing. Don't ever get jealous of somebody else's harvest. Because if someone is flowing in the blessings of God who has served God, and I'm talking about someone who's cheated because there are a lot of cheats, a lot of people that want to cheat their way through, right? I'm not talking about someone who played the lottery and won and they're giving God the glory. That's a whole other issue, okay? 
Because people have said that to me, Pastor, I bought lottery tickets, and, and if I hit the lottery, I'm going to bless the church. Well, well, we'll take it. I won't reject it. But that's not the way God's going to prosper you. That's cheating. You know, or trying to steal it, or trying to, you know, do things. That, that's cheating. Right? Well, you know, about the lottery money. Listen, the minute that money hits my hand, it becomes holy. becomes holy money and it's used for a holy purpose. We'll take it out of the world and we'll put it into the kingdom. Now, now listen, I am not telling you to go play the lotto. <laughs> Baloney on the lotto. Tithe. Give offerings. Sow into the kingdom of God. That's what I'm trying to say here tonight. So often we do things in a worldly way and we think we're going to reap a godly blessing or a heavenly blessing. Don't, you know what? I'm going to rebuke you. You ought to take that lotto money and you ought to sow it into the kingdom of God. Don't you? I know people. I knew a man one time. He was spending $200, $300 a week on lotto tickets. And no, didn't even think twice about it. He didn't have a lot of money. He was just a hardworking man. He just had a common job. But every week he would go to the lotto thing like, a, like with a chain around his neck to the lotto machine and put two and $300 down that he was taking really from his family. Listen, don't buy lotto tickets. Sow the money into the kingdom as seed and see how God will blow a blessing back on that money. And don't keep the numbers that you play and torture yourself every week to look at it. To see. Just don't do it. Hey, I think I hit a, I think I hit a sore spot tonight because I see a lot of you. I see a lot of you dancing around it. Now I see, now look, there may be, I don't know, 200 of you here tonight. And if you do five, five dollars a week, that's a thousand dollars. And that's minimum. I could go into the kingdom. Building God. Oh man, I think we hit a vein. Holy ghost. <laughs> Putting your money in the lotto. Are you kidding me? That's gambling. We don't gamble. We trust God. God, you know, we don't, we don't work by luck. Luck is of the devil. We, we operate under the principle of sowing and reaping. We sow into the kingdom and we reap blessing back from the kingdom because we give through the words of our mouth. We sow with the words of our mouth and the actions of our life. Some, some seed, some things in our life that we really are counting on God to come through something big. I mean... I'm talking about, you know, the, the important things in our life. It, some of these big things are going to take longer to germinate and to grow because once they grow, they're going to grow into something so strong and so mighty and so powerful that you're not going to have to do much to keep that thing producing every year. It's just going to keep on producing in your life. So he says, for the earth yields the crop by itself. First, the blade. Sometimes you just see a little something break through the earth. Thank God for the small signs. I said, thank God for the small signs. Sometimes we overlook the smallest things. Every small blessing, you ought to say, thank God. I just saw a little blade come up from the earth. Knowing and confessing and declaring that God will not be mocked. Whatever I have sown, I'm going to reap. Whatever I've put in the ground is coming back. Whatever I've given is coming back to me. There's a harvest behind every seed. So he says, the earth yields a crop. 
by itself. First the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. I'm here to declare to you that your harvest is about to come in Jesus' name. I said your harvest is about to come. So, so, so you have your sowing time. And that's the time, you know, you're sowing by what you say and by what you do. And then you have your growing time. And everybody's growing time is different. I've seen people put seed in the ground in a matter of weeks, man. That, that ticks me off sometimes. You know, they put it in as quickly as you, they put it in as, as quickly as it comes back. Anybody know, anybody know somebody like that? And you're standing there thinking, dear Jesus, I've been sowing for that thing for five years. And man, they just got saved and they just... You know, they're here doing this for a couple of months and look how you blessed them. What about me? Well, the only thing I can say is that God's about to do something so mighty and big and strong in your life. What God is going to produce, what God's going to bring forth in your life is going to have the potential to yield something that's going to be so awesome. I like what he says in these next verses in 31. He says, like a mustard seed when it's sown in the ground, uh, it's smaller than all the seeds of the earth. But when it's sown, it grows up and becomes greater then all the herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. In other words, when they planted the mustard seed, this tree came up and the branches spread out and now the branches are giving support to the birds. Wow. Now this big tree is supporting. You see, sometimes God's going to do something in your life that's so big and his plan is that, you see, it's not just for you, it's not just want to bless you, but you're going to be a support to somebody else. You're going to produce something so big and so strong in your life that, that you're, going to, you're, going to be a, you're going to be an arm now that's going to reach out. You're going to be like started with a little seed. You know, that's how I look at my life and what God has done. I just started with a couple of little seeds. I got hold of this principle of sowing and reaping, and I began to adjust my whole life according to the principle. I saw that, what, you know, I understood that. God's not going to be mocked. I understood that. That whatever I do, it's going to come back in my life. So I better change my doing. I better get my sowing in line with God's word. And it started with just a couple of small seeds that I began to sow. And then I learned about the principle of tithing, you know, and, 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 and I began to practice that, that principle. I learned about how important it is to say the right things, that if you speak death over your life, it's going to cause death. And little by, if you speak life, it's going to cause life over your, you see, and you actually have the power to speak your future into existence. You have the creative power that comes from your words. See, so many of you are sitting in this building and you're saying, wow, this is great, you know, but I'm going to tell you what, what you don't realize, what you don't know is that this began with a seed. It began by, by me and others joining with me, speaking this out. We spoke it out. We declared when we couldn't get this property, when, when it was taken, stolen right out from under us, I drove up and down Mamaronic Avenue and I just released, I said, this property will exist for nothing other than Living Word Christian Center. This will be our home. People will be saved. People will come to know the Lord. They'll get baptized in the Holy Spirit, be healed. Laying down seed in the ground how to allow God time to work. You see, then we began to see a little blade and the grain and then the full, you know, the full ear. And, and, and you see, but this is how it works. This is how it works. Now we have something here that's reaching so many more people and touching so many more lives. This is the principle of sowing and reaping. This is how God works. This is how God does it, you see. So it's in your hands. You really see, and I, I keep saying this to people in many, many ways, and I'm going to keep saying this, because it'll change and revolutionize your life. Your future, 
Your future is really in your hands, not in God's hands. God has done everything he can do for you. He sent his son in the world. He died on a cross. He shed his blood. He was resurrected from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He signed the new covenant with all its promises and hopes. All of the promises now are yes and amen through Jesus Christ because he signed every promise with his own blood. But now your future really depends on what you do. You say, well, pastor, I've been giving and I've been sowing. Well, that's good. But maybe you better check out your talking and your speaking because you may be undoing your seed by the words you're saying. And then you say, well, you know, I'm speaking right and I'm doing right, but maybe you're undoing it or not doing anything because you haven't been doing anything. All you've been doing is saying. There's no action to your faith. Wow, has everybody, everybody got that, you see? Because God's not going to be mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap, see? So, so there's a sowing time by what you're saying you do. There's a growing time and you don't always know when that reap, reaping is going to come. You don't know when the harvest is going to come. See, I don't want to mislead anybody because I've heard this on TV and you've heard it. You sow $1,000 right now, right now. The, for the next 20 minutes, everybody who sows $1,000, a million-fold blessing is coming back on you. Well, you calculate that, brother. You're talking about millions and millions of dollars. That never comes true. I've never heard of it. It would be all over the news. No, nobody knows when the, when the reaping time is going to come. It says in due season, you're going to reap. Due season, it, it, and due season, you know, that's in God's hand. I don't know, I can't hasten the season. All I can do is give and believe that what I've put in the ground, what I've released, is working, is growing, is developing. He said, he said God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man is going to reap. So there's a sowing time, but then there is a growing time. So I'm here to tell you tonight, now, now, now I don't know if this encourages anybody. Some of you, so you're in the growing time. Something's happening. Don't be, don't, don't be discouraged. Something is happening. Your seed is growing. You know, you may have had a couple of little signs. Well, rejoice. Give God the praise and the glory for it. Thank God that you've got a couple of little signs. That's the growing time. So there's a sowing time, a growing time, the first signs, the little signs, the little, little things, because it's a progressive work. Everything God's done in my life has been progressive. You know, I thought about this one day. I've never had really, well, maybe a couple of big miracles. But really, in all these years that I've served and walked with God, 31 years, I guess it is, 30, 32 years, 32 years, I can say that I've never had maybe one or two major things that I could say, wow, that was a... Everything has been just little tiny things that God has done along the way that gave me hope to just keep on going, knowing that all that I'm doing, all that I'm sowing is working and producing something. And I see people quit and give up just before the harvest is about to come because they didn't see the small signs. They didn't appreciate the small things. They didn't see that it is a progressive work, that it doesn't just happen like this because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I'm not going to call them shysters, but I'd like to. But a lot of preachers have you say, oh, sow $1,000 right now is going to come back on you big. You know, God's, well, maybe he is, but it may not be tomorrow or next week or next year. It may not even be in the next five years. You may not see the harvest, on, a return on your harvest or return on your sowing your harvest for 10 years. I mean, there were seeds that I've sown way back then specifically for things, and I'm just beginning to see them. And this is 32 years later. But when it, when it sprouts and it grows 
even though it was the smallest of seeds and it took forever and it looked like it was never going to come and it looked like it never was going to happen and you waited and you waited and you waited some more and then you waited some more but eventually that thing popped up and it started growing but you still didn't see any fruit you just saw branches and leaves but there was no fruit and you keep going back to the tree and there's still branches and lots of leaves the leaves come and the leaves go the branches are there and year in and year out there's a lot of leaves and a lot of branches but there's no fruit but then all of a sudden on one glorious day because God will not be mocked whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap and then all of a sudden one glorious day a harvest comes forth that's the principle of the kingdom of God and this is one of the things we've got to teach God's people is that there is this is a progressive work it doesn't happen overnight can I get a, be a better amen than that and then there is a receiving time. And boy, when the harvest comes in, I'll just, let me just say one thing. Don't ever get jealous of somebody else's harvest. Because if someone is flowing in the blessings of God who has served God, and I'm talking about someone who's cheated because there are a lot of cheats, a lot of people that want to cheat their way through, right? I'm not talking about someone who played the lottery and won and they're giving God the glory. That's a whole other issue, okay? Because <laughs> people have said that to me. Pastor, I bought lottery tickets, and, and if I hit the lottery, I'm going to bless the church. Well, well, we'll take it. <laughs> I won't reject it. But that's not the way God's going to prosper you. That's cheating. You know, or trying to steal it, or trying to, you know, do things. that That's cheating. Right? Well, you know, about the lottery money. Listen, the minute that money hits my hand... It becomes holy. It becomes holy money. And it's used for a holy purpose. We'll take it out of the world and we'll put it into the kingdom. Now, now listen. I am not telling you to go play the lotto. Baloney on the lotto. Tithe. Give offerings. Sow into the kingdom of God. That's what I'm trying to say here tonight. So often we do things in a worldly way and we think we're going to reap a godly blessing or a heavenly blessing. Don't, you know what? I'm going to rebuke you. You ought to take that lot of money and you ought to sow it into the kingdom of God. Don't you? I know people, I knew a man one time, he was spending $200, $300 a week on lotto tickets. And no, didn't even think twice about it. And didn't have a lot of money. He was just a hardworking man. Just had a common job. But every week he would go to the lotto thing like, a, like with a chain around his neck to the lotto machine and put two and $300 down that he was taking really from his family. Listen, don't buy lotto tickets. Sow the money into the kingdom as seed and see how God will blow a blessing back on that money. And don't keep the numbers that you play and torture yourself every week to look at it to see. Just don't do it. Hey, I think I, hit a, I think I hit a sore spot tonight because I see a lot of you. I see a lot of you dancing around it. Now, I see, now look, there may be, I don't know, 200 here tonight. And if you do five, $5 a week, that's $1,000. And that's minimum. I could go into the kingdom. Building God. Oh, man, I think we hit a vein. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Putting your money in the lotto? Are you kidding me? That's gambling. 
we don't gamble. We trust God. God, you know, we don't, we don't work by luck. Luck is of the devil. We, we operate under the principle of sowing and reaping. We sow into the kingdom and we reap blessing back from the kingdom because we give through the words of our mouth. We sow with the words of our mouth and the actions of our life. Lotto, don't ever, don't you ever, if you win, if you hit the lotto, if you play the lotto, don't tell me, and you give a tithe, don't tell me that it was lotto. That's not, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'll see your face on TV. Hey, what's Derek and Cheryl doing? <laughs> Hi, Pastor. <laughs> With a big check standing there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not the way, that's not the way we work. No, we don't go by, we, we sow into the kingdom. Is everybody with me? Man, I didn't, uh, I don't want anybody to raise their hand, but I bet you there are quite a few here tonight <laughs> that get yanked, jerked over to the lotto machine every week. Do not be mocked. Uh, do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap. Sow into the kingdom of God Amen. by your words, by your deeds, what you do. Be careful how you live your life because whatever you give out is going to come back on you. The way you treat others is the way you're going to be treated. That's why you've got to treat everybody with respect. Treat everybody with generosity. Treat everybody with love. You see, because then you've laid down good seed and that's going to come back on your life. I purpose to live that way. Even when people make you mad, even when they do things that, you know, hurt you, you still have to purpose to sow the right thing. And if you sow something that's bad... You know, we serve the God of grace. You can undo the bad sowing in your life. So don't think that maybe because you've done something that you're doomed to, to reap, it, reap something bad back. No, you're not doomed. You go to the, you, you, you go to the Lord and you repent. Amen. Good. And you fix it. And then you start changing the way you do things. And, and you undo the, the bad sowing that you've done. I've had to undo some bad sowing in my life. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I've had to reverse my thinking my words, my actions, and put them into better alignment with God's word. And as a result, I undid the potential bad, bad, reaping, you know, bad reaping from the bad sowing that could come back onto my life. I believe this principle. I live by this principle. I live by this principle every day of my life. The supermarket, in the store, wherever I am, I live by this principle. Do, on, you know, do to others, do to men as you would have men do to you. Live by this to the best of your ability. You're going to see how it's going to yield into your life. It may take time. It doesn't happen overnight, right? Patience, 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 and more patience. Sometimes the growing season is very slow. But boy, when it's slow, that means that something big is coming. That means that something powerful is coming. Something really, really good is coming. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.